Hello from all around the world and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn more from the others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. Crypto Twitter is generally an extremely positive place to spend time, but when it comes to uplifting others, this artist is always finding genuinely kind, uplifting messages to spread with the world, and it is no wonder how they amassed over 24,000 followers. The same energy and positivity you feel from their posts, you can also feel in their art. Constantly sharing their passion of kindness through their art, they have work displayed all around the world, and have even collabed with major EDM pop artist Diplo for a drop on Nifty Gateway back in March. Their journey in the NFT space is just getting started, and their future is definitely bright. Sam from Friends With You, how are you? I'm great, man. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to, happy that you took some time to join the show, and I'm a huge fan of um, your guys' profile and the work that you do, and just such a positive light, uh, everything based around just positivity, and I really love uh, kind of your guys' message, and we're going to get to that because I, I'm curious about kind of how, you know, that focus um, started, but to begin with the podcast, I, I always ask the same question was just about your journey in crypto and NFTs. So if you could spend a minute or two just telling us about your first um, your first journey, uh, kind of diving into the space, whether it was through cryptocurrency or NFTs, and kind of talk to us about how you evolved over time in the in the NFT and crypto space. Man, um, I guess that that would have to go back to around 2015 strangely enough even before um i even knew what an nft was we were kind of working on this virtual reality ai um project that was called light spirit with the htc vibe and uh it was kind of an amazing thing to be you know seeing how our art could be you know brought to another level with the idea of working with, you know, computers or machine learning or AI technology. And so we developed this, this game that, you know, we took to Art Basel and to a few different places to display. And it was like this virtual kind of pet that, you know, you played with. It was a light spirit and it was a super interactive, fun thing. And then shoot to like years later, we started working on this idea that was kind of like a game that, you know, will be kind of leaking out little by little here so there's there's a lot of interesting fun things to come but you know when the the whole swell started going we were being contacted by you know some of the major platforms and we really didn't know like what this whole world had meant and so we you know had been contacted by nifty gateway and seeing like a bunch of like friends like doing their thing there we were like okay well let's give this a shot. So we did it and, you know, we combined forces with, you know, Wes Diplo, who I had went to middle school with. Um, and it was just like such a fun adventure into this world. And then that was kind of like the beginning of learning of this thing, but it's also, you know, a nice little 
intro into this world that is going to be like book, bookmarked and maybe like a very small piece of what we're going to be really doing with the digital space and digital assets. So it's kind of like a really fun and exciting little Easter egg um, of our work that is inside of this thing um, that, you know, is still like evolving as like we're, we're creating it. You know, I love the fact that you guys, um, you you haven't rushed out lots and lots of mints and producing art, um, especially when things were getting crazy in the NFT world. And then we kind of saw lull and it went down for a while. But you guys have been very... Um, I don't know. I, I would say meticulous about the way that you've approached the space because you really, I think you see the power that the technology harnesses and just kind of hearing the way that you're talking about um, your your plans for the future, it's clear that you have a long-term vision. And I think some artists have trouble with that kind of creating this long-term vision as opposed to trying to like capitalize on a short time in the market. So I'd love to hear kind of how you've thought about the space and what you want to do, because it, it sounds like you're doing a lot of building behind the scenes that we haven't really seen yet, which is so exciting. But just kind of tell us about the way that you wanted to kind of enter the space and the way that you were thoughtful about the process you've gone through. Uh, thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we really think about this stuff a lot. Um, everything that I create and that I create with, with Tootie, who is the other artist that I work with, we kind of think about it like forever. It's kind of like we think of each piece that we put into this world as, you know, part of a legacy that is like, you know, maybe a hundred year life. Like who knows how long we're even going to live now. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, we're, we're really like thinking about like infinity time, not just like about like how do we make money like right now from this or what's like the trend right now or what's cool right now, which does like allow us to really sit back and make something that's like really impactful and really build and, and, and create things that we really love because, you know, in the fine art world and in this world, it's like everything that you put out becomes a part of you. It's like part of your legacy and, part of like what you are doing in this world and you know we have so much love for the work that we make and the people that we want to reach and people that have been on the journey with us that we never want to give something that is not the best thing that we could you know think or create from our studio so it does come with like a ton of care and I mean we've done you know works of art that are like you know from paintings to sculptures to installations like it's been like kind of a 20 year journey that we've been working together as friends with you. And the fun thing about it is that, you know, there's so much learning and exploration involved that, you know, if you try to like be out there too fast, it's like you're missing the uncovering process. Uh So that's like very, very important to all the things we make. And even to create like a lasting and important IP, it's like a many, many year project. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always like, like tell artists, like, it's really, you know, important and, and special to like, take your time as, as, as you need to really make like the best thing out there and, and diversify. So like, even though like a painting may take you a couple of weeks or a couple of months or something like, like 
artists should be working on films and TV shows and businesses and really like doing more than just, you know, something that you can make on your iPad in like 10 minutes or something, you know, it's, it's like you do that. You can do anything you want and every idea is valid, but it's like, what are we really like opening and what are we like exposing in this world and what are we uncovering? I think that that's kind of the important thing that we're, we're, we're looking at. I couldn't agree more. And I think something that you said that um, some artists forget is uh, that is at the top of your mind that I think I want to restate is that this is a legacy that you guys are creating and any sort of artist that is in the space, everything that you meant and then put into someone else's hand, that's something that you no longer control is something that'll be in, in the universe forever because the beauty of the blockchain allows this to like persist beyond our lifetime and for hundreds and thousands of years into the future you could be one of you could be you know the people um that are in this space we could have the next picasso right here that people are talking about um in in a hundred years from now uh just because of the way that they're building their brand and their value um as in the art world. And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that um, aspect of it coming from a a traditional art sense. And we have a lot of traditional art world um, artists that are successful in their own right in the traditional art world, but how you how you kind of balance being successful in the traditional art world with now merging into like this digital space and kind of the uh, the balance that happens between the two now that you're in kind of both. It's really, really interesting to me to see both. Like I see the, the NFT and crypto, you know, DeFi art space as such a special new world that has like the hugest amount of, growth and new opportunities for so many people and that's like really exciting for me so i feel that you know it's like a huge responsibility for us to to like bring people and bring awareness like to this new world where i'm so excited about seeing all these new babies being born and all these new ideas and concepts being birthed for the first time and Mm -hmm. seeing how you know artists meets you know, machine and technology and where does that take us? You know, like, like, you know, I feel Picasso is an artist that's talked about a lot and I see him copied a lot in the NFT space, but you know, that's a little bit like underwhelming to me to just see Picasso again, like in, as an NFT, like it's it's really like, like weird. And I, I feel it's unimportant to me, but if you look at Marcel Duchamp, he was like doing these things also a hundred years ago when Picasso was making work, but he was like combining fine art with science and technology. And it was like a very important part of his work, you know? So I feel that like, like we're getting into this new Renaissance and seeing a lot of births. So it's like, I feel that like every idea is good. Every artist needs to be making the good, the bad, the ugly. And I love to see it all. And I love to like shine a light on it and see, you know, how, how beautiful and how incredible this, this new world can be. And, you know, the fine art world is a very, very closed off world. So it's hard to kind of, you know, meet the collectors. They're very scarce and they're very like, 
you know, closed off for the most part. Um, and it is a lot about money, uh, the same way that a lot of the NFT space is a, a lot about money. But I feel that there's like something really important that's beyond money that's happening in this space. And, you know, seeing these DAOs form, it's, it's, it's truly a powerful and important and <clears throat> I feel, you know, revolutionary moment in, in our, in our making. So it's exciting for me to see all this, you know, and it's, it's strange and weird and perfect in every way that mm -hmm. I love art to be. I mean, a lot of people, it, it, you hear references to like the Renaissance time, the Renaissance art uh, time period and the current day of like, this is going to be looked back as, as like a evolving point in art in, in um, the history of time as we know it and it's so cool to be a part of kind of if you're in the space and you kind of see that you it, it kind of changes your perspective of how you operate in the space as well yeah 100 percent. i totally see that i see that it is a paradigm shift i do see that it is um a renaissance for for artists in this space and artists out of this space like i feel that it's like just an overall like awakening of humanity, like feeling that it needs to like, like support itself. And, you know, we all talk about like climate change and the world like dying and in, in, in pain, but you know, the world is going to be fine. Like earth is going to be okay. It's just, will humans survive? Mm -hmm. And what are we doing in this, these moments to, to survive and how are we surviving? And, and what are we going to do to make this like a better like world for each other? And I feel that, like, you know, the people who have controlled the fine art world and the money in our world have, you know, really, like, done a poor job. Like, it's been a greedy, like, ugly world that we've turned into, you know, yeah. feeding humans, like, really poor food and really, like, you know, some fucked up shit, you know? Like, people are, like, really isolated and fucked up. And, you know, that's kind of the reason we started Friends With You, like, 20 years ago now is because we saw that pain and isolation and we're like, we need to like kind of like flip the script on this and be like, this may hurt and this may be an awkward transition, but actually everything is friends with you. Mm -hmm. Like the universe, like like people, and we can like really like do this together and make an important, special and amazing time in this world together, so. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing to hear you talking about like this long-term vision that you've you guys have had with friends with you starting 20 years ago and to the to the times today like the message that you guys share has become even more important over the course of time and just for you to kind of see the importance of it before even like really technology started to boom um and and since technology's gotten around it's almost it's almost created um, more problems with kind of human emotion, psychology, people becoming more self-conscious, self-aware, more depressed. And, and it's just a really sad thing because as humans, like in our life, we're, we're one of the most advanced uh, social beings that we, when, when allowing our brains to take over in such a negative way, it, it can really disrupt the way that the whole world operates because we all kind of feed off of each other. Yeah, 100%. So it's like, like what, what we're, what we're left with is a lot of like pain 
and a lot of like, you know, hurt and like uncertainty of life. So, you know, we start to consume things that are like really bad for us, like, you know, like celebrity worship and money worship. And that's like really like the, the, the problem with like where we're at now is that we're like in this apathetic stage that like doesn't feel good to anybody. But you know, if you, if you like flip your NFT and make like some money, like maybe that helps you like make some of your dreams come true, you know? And, and Mm -hmm. that's like, that's like where we're ending with is like just people scraping to get money from these like crazy, like bad jobs and, you know, being used up like in many different ways. And people are like starving for an outlet for that. And I feel that, you know, this digital space like really opens that up to a lot of people who would never have the opportunity to get out of like, you know, their dark cell. But I think that, you know, people are, you know, dealing with that in their own way in a really like, you know, survival type way. So it's like, it's really, it's really like an interesting moment. And I feel like, you know, we're really turning a corner to like, you know, becoming a better, like, human race, like, all together as, you know, we explore and identify, like, what does make us feel good and how do we, like, empower ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've grown up, and, I mean, over the last couple generations, um, maybe over the last century, couple centuries, that it, it almost feels like, um, we've gotten away from our roots of like, now that we were able to get our basic needs, uh, figured out and we're able to survive. And it's like, what's the next step of the evolution would seem to, for, to be able to achieve that happiness, but instead power and greed, like, a, like led to a lot of like materialism and, um, a lot of things that like were actually just hurt us, uh, in like our progress. And so some of these like disruptive technologies really seem like they could be a, a force to bring back kind of the positivity because you can really, um, the community that we're building is going to be one that is kind of in front of people all the time in probably less than 10 years. And so building kind of that, that structure for people to find a positive outlet is, is such a cool thing to be a part of early on and see this community and the, almost everyone that you come in contact with has such a positive energy, um, and it's just such a cool thing to think about, like how we how we may be evolving um, instead of evolving with technology and people humans basically in control of the technology, using technology to harness the power of like the human spirit to where you know we're not going to let other humans control the way that we feel. Yeah, one hundred percent, and I love that, and I, I feel that you know every person involved in this thing is like an avenger. Like Mm. that we are like really like fighting for humanity and for, and for, you know, the good of people. I mean, a a lot, a lot of the beginnings of it though, it does seem like it's like the greed and the gatekeeping and all, a lot of the bullshit from the rest of the world is like creeping into this world in a major way. So a lot Mm. of it is ugly to me, but a lot of it's like beautiful in that way of like figuring it out. And I think the, the real ones that know, like 
really where this could be and where it's headed are really positive and are really powerful voices. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just like a completely interesting thing that I'm so, so excited about learning about and, and developing. Yeah. And and like you said, I'm glad you brought that up because it's not, it's not like every single person in the space is a positive light. Um, there's, there's people that find, uh, there's powerful people that find new systems and new technologies and try to harness it to, uh, kind of forward their own agenda. And so, uh, it's cool to see almost like, like you, I, I kind of got chills when you said we're like the Avengers because that's such that's so spot on. Like we're the people that are really fighting for what the true capability of the technology um, can bring and shed to light is like the people that you want to get behind. And as the community grows, it's almost like a battle uh, virtually of like which is good going to outweigh the evil. And and I I mean I think if if uh, if time is any sort of um, history of time shows us anything. It's usually that good always wins. And so it's, it's a cool thing to be kind of part of that battle though, right now. Yeah. Like I love it. Like I live for it. Like, like if you even like look in like Twitter, like, like spaces now, there's like hundreds of people in hundreds of rooms, like, and they're mostly talking about like money, you know, Mm -hmm. and here we're talking about like saving humanity. And I love that. It's like a small room of like, you know, cute and special people that do believe in this. And, you know, probably we're all here together for that reason that we don't just like feel like we want to like help ourselves, but we want everybody to feel good, you know? And I feel that that's like really like at the crux of like why I even make art in the first place is like, like to heal myself and then go into the world and spread that sparkly magic love to like the world and, I love it. You know, it's 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 really like such uh it's such like a honor and I'm so grateful to even be like hanging with you guys and I'm so happy that you would even like have have me and talk about this stuff because even these tiny conversations with this like, you know, little room of people right now is like, you know, reaffirming that there is other people like on this journey with us and that we can do it and it's real and it's like like do you want to like, you know, feed yourself and get like, you know, a couple hundred dollars now? Like, go for it. Like, make your NFTs. Like, do that. Like, hustle. Get your art out there. Get your money. Like, that's part of it too. It's like empowering like the artist. But it's like if we really like look at the bigger mission, it's like, what are we doing? Like, why are we making art? And what's it for? And like, how are we really like gonna change the world together? And that's kind of like the the art and the time I like to spend most. So I love I'm really it. Happy to I'm, I'm really happy for that affirmation too. I think that, I think you're right. Like there, a lot of the spaces that have been popping up because the yeah. NFT space is growing so much, there are a lot of people that are starting to get involved. And the first thing they go to is like, they, it's easy to get sucked in when you see people having success and just go straight to like, why am I not as successful as this person or this person instead of like looking at yourself and like 
reflecting within because I am a really true believer if you're not if you if you don't have that positive light inside of you right if you if you don't find happiness within it's impossible to really put happiness into the world and you're never going to get like the traction that you really need to be successful um, I think that actions speak louder than words right so like building a community and a base of people that really are all about learning and education is way more important than a space where you're just talking about like, Hey, can I come on stage and chill like my piece of art? Oh, okay. Now can I come on stage and chill? And really everyone is really not listening to anybody because they're all just so focused on themselves. Yeah. Or like pumping a project that is like, you know, like has nothing to do with them. It's just like really like about filling somebody else's bags. And it's like, okay well you know when's my turn type of thing and it's like you know we've been you know fucked up so so badly as like humans that like we're just like dying for like a little piece of light Mm -hmm. so like i i I understand that and i'm like here as like an usher of that like i feel like i've reached like a success i never would have dreamed before so i feel like my duty beyond making art is like talking about this stuff and like sharing like that light and shedding light on others and really like like seeing like a hundred years from now like what all this looks like and it's pretty it's pretty incredible and pretty exciting so i'm happy i'm not really happy to like be a part of this and i love that you also empathize right with the the artists or like people that are entering the space and maybe they don't they are struggling a little bit more maybe they need to focus on paying their bills or they need to sell a piece um to be able to have like be able to get to like that financial freedom and so i love that you kind of empathize of where their mind is spirit is um but also like the the way that we can try to engage and get them to a a place where they're more focused on like their mental happiness than just like materialistic happiness and so um what do you i'm sure you talk to smaller artists i'm sure people have come up and talked to you before but if there was like if someone's new to the space and maybe they haven't ever they they, they're not in the traditional art world and they haven't had a lot of success and now they're seeing different people have success what's like what's the one message that we can send to people just to encourage their path forward in developing themselves um not only like professionally but also like psychologically being in the space so that it doesn't turn into a negative force it's just uh that tears them down because it's sad to see how low people get um uh, even in the nft space and how down they get when really there's such a beautiful community here that they're they're not really engaging or taking time to get to know that's a good question i mean i feel that like a lot of a lot of it is going to be like toxic for people as it is a new birth birth like and new baby you know like and a lot of people are playing like the money game and losing money and trying to bet and gamble which is a lot of like this space is starting off on is like a big thing that motivates people is getting money and that they can like get money now so it's like while i do like very much encourage every artist and i want every artist and creative to like get money it's like like what is really like the thing that you're wanting to explore and express and i feel that like the advice i always give to like artists is you know take a moment to like really look at art history 
take a moment to look at all the art that's being made in the world. There's like incredible artists that are fine artists and digital artists that are making the most amazing stuff that is not, you know, what everybody's talking about. And it's not like, you know, an avatar project, but that doesn't take away the power and beauty of the avatar projects. So, you know, it's like you have to almost take away your emotional FOMO of, you know, what it's at now and look at the larger picture, I think is like a really good thing, past, present and future. Mm-hmm. And then the other like major advice I give to like younger artists is now is like one of the first times in in the world and in the art world that diversification is an extreme positive. So it's like before, you know, people to buy your art, you'd have to be this artist that's like in their like basement, like painting these paintings. And if they deem you worthy, like they're going to buy your stuff. But now it's like, you know, make it as a sticker, make it as a website, make it as an NFT, make it as a t-shirt, make it as a video. Like everything is like open. Like all the artists before us have broken all the rules. So it's like, if, if you're still painting like Picasso, like you're missing the point. It's like all those artists did that to free us, to allow us to like really, you know, dive into like the future and now and connect with people and express yourself in a multitude of ways. Like we do, you know, paintings and writings and installations and got mostly known for our large scale installations. But, you know, we're also developing a video game and made a television show, a preschool show for Netflix and are developing like two new television shows and a business that will like, you know, rival like a major food chain. That's all for the good of humanity. So it's like, we're going to be like, you know, something like a Disney, like in the future. And people don't know that about us necessarily now, but that's like in like our plan of like, what we're already creating like in in the background and nobody knows that like and that's like such a beautiful thing to me as an artist is that i'm working tirelessly on really like how do we save the world and you know become like the new henson or disney in a real way like not like how gary v like makes a doodle and says i'm gonna make this thing into like a crazy ip it's like to make a crazy television or ip or something is like you takes like eight years or something to make like a a real television show. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm gonna make something called Funky Fox or <laughs> you know like like Cool Cat and that this is gonna be the thing. Now you know just to just to like say I do like Gary Vee and I think his NFT project was awesome and cool with like utility and all this amazing stuff. If you want to go to listen to a motivational speaker like. I really like think that that's cool if that's what you're into, but it's like, what are you like adding and what makes you special about like what you're doing and like make every idea basically, you know, like don't be, you know, worried about these millionaires coming in here and making millions of dollars because they have millions of dollars to like spend and make that and attract Mm -hmm. people's attention and buy people like stay in your lane realize that there's like a million lanes for you to like, go into and start to build your like forever piece of this world and and do it with friends and with people so well you know what what i love about you and gary v is like you guys have 
you have a passion, right? And the passion is what drives you. And Gary Vee's passion is a little more materialistic, like to own the New York Jets. That's something he's really passionate about and speaking it into existence, trying to help encourage others to kind of make their own dreams come true. But at the same time, like, well, you have, when you're able to have a passion and you really care about something and you can dedicate you know your time to that it, it it's crazy the the power that happens um through your work when you're constantly putting out that energy and i just i think that the what what friends with you has shown the world is like even if someone hasn't seen a large installation, the one time that maybe they do run across it, if it puts a smile on their face and makes them feel a certain way, that's kind of like your your driving mission. And now, like the way that you talk about some of the projects that you're involved in getting started with, you know, it, it's clear that it drives the way that you. Um, think about the future and where you want to see the world go. And I'm always, I always think like mission driven projects, uh, one are the most successful, uh, but also two is like the ones where the people that are involved in it are the most passionate and care the most because it's bigger than themselves. It's not something that's just like, I reached my goal. It's like, I'm trying to make the world a better place. And there's a big difference between those two feelings. 100%. Like, fuck owning the Jets. Like, that's dumb as shit to me. Like, but I'm also not into sports. I'm not into owning, like, things like that. Like, like I don't really care to, like, have stuff like that much, you know? Like, uh, and, and that's cool if that's, like, really what you want for your life. I feel that, like, you know, money and, like, that type of thing has been imprinted in our humanity just to like find a source of comfort like mm-hmm. oh if i get like 10 million dollars i'm gonna finally be comfortable it's like no man you kind of have to be like comfortable like already to like really enjoy like those successes and yeah. really to even get to those successes you have to be comfortable like I, I feel like i feel like i see some of these like very wealthy people or these influencers they sound like they're mad all the time like they are angry at themselves and angry at all the people around them like 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 cursing and angry and like getting their head ripped off because like they're like not getting that they need to be getting rich right now and i'm like Ugh, that's a little bit cringe for me because like like i'm like anti-money even though like i like to like make money to empower myself and empower the people around me and have that same comforts i'm like ready for like the star trek model like when do we get to the place where like money doesn't matter and we're just like doing what we're supposed to be doing in this world like you're growing the vegetables i'm like doing this thing you know and it's like we're all doing like what we're best suited for in the world where money like doesn't exist we're just like a unified you know humanity which is really like the goal of like what like really like what i feel we should be pushing for into this like next next phase and i see it happening with like most of you know the the best and biggest whales in this space really feel like that like you know that i've had many discussions with like some of the top crypto people and they're like in line with like a new civilization a new feeling a new humanity and i feel a lot of people feel that you know so i feel it is really really exciting i feel we are getting away from like the the uglier side of humanity that's been like imprinted in us and you know i really start to see like the light and it's exciting 
I appreciate you too taking time. I mean, I think it takes some courage to call that out because it is, like you said, it is imprinted in our nature. And like, like I've had, I, I've always had goals as an investor to be able to like reach these certain goals. And really, the only thing that I've realized through it is that once you reach your financial goals, like I've uh, been able to, I'm lucky. I've been successful enough to where like I don't really ever have to worry about paying my bills. And I think that's like the ultimate goal of like you know not have to stress about that. And then, but once you reach that, it's like okay, well that's nice. Like like if you I if you're still not happy and you're like okay maybe the next hundred thousand dollars will make me happy and so you just keep driving but then it's like you you're really not fulfilled inside so you're like trying to get use this external goal and this motivation i mean i link like even i I trained and ran for a marathon and it was a huge goal i thought you know this would be so cool i've all i was always out of shape and i i did it i i in that day that i ran across the finish line marathon it was just like it almost is a defeating feeling it's like wow I did it. And then it's like, okay, well, I did it, I guess. <laughs> it's like, now what? Like, you did the thing, and it's a big deal, but it's also just like, okay, like, that wasn't it wasn't life-changing for me. Until you really find that happiness in yourself, that's when you're able to to really change change the way that you look at the future of the world and the way that you look at how you want to project yourself and the things that you want to take time to do. Because, it, you're not going to set a goal and then meet that goal and then you're happy for the rest of your life. Like that's not human nature. Yeah. You, that was beautiful. It's totally, it's totally right. Like I feel that like there's a, there's a weird thing like in the human brain. And it, I think that we have it from, you know, when we used to like chase giant animals and try to like fill our bellies is like you're never really satisfied it's like one of the biggest human curses like ever so it's like there takes like a really like deep healing and deep understanding of yourself to truly get to that place where you're happy in this bright light inside of yourself to like then really like make this bright light into the world and really like change it in a major way and you know inspire people and you know do great things like in this world so it's like kind of like you know a difficult thing to get to at this point because people are just trying to survive just trying to like pay their bills so that they're not miserable Mm -hmm. so getting to like a happy place almost seems like so far and so impossible but i feel that we're getting there and i feel that there's more people awoken than has ever been before like i i kind of think that like you know, if, if Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad were like, just like one of the only dudes around that was like in, influencing their thing, there's like thousands of us now. There's like thousands of creative Jesuses, including you and me and everybody in this room and everybody in all these rooms and talking about, you know, all this great stuff that's happening. So I'm really, really like excited about like all of it. And I, I do see a change and I'm very inspired by, you know, this space and a lot of the artists and a lot of the the talking and thinking that is you know accompanying to that yeah it's just an awesome place to learn like being in crypto and knowing the power of like that it harnesses the even just i i started in crypto in like 2017 and like investing part of it and and just like the power that it can bring to the decentralization the stripping away being a a force of basically a disruptive technology that can change the way that we look at the world. And and now seeing how that 
start, I would have never imagined like where we would be today, even just four years ago with this movement in NFTs and the power of creatives being able to create a legacy for themselves in a new way. And uh, it's just, it's fascinating because people don't really get to think about it, but blockchain technology is the disruptive technology to every problem really that we that is around like there's there's problems with um a lot of different uh different areas of of business and finance and education and there's so many things that are broken because of hundreds of years of doing things uh the wrong way or like not evolving over time and blockchain allows uh a new way of going about you know, the way we, we interact and work. And it's just a really exciting time. And it's like any way that we can continue to um, help spread that word and not make it feel lonely and not make it feel like you have to work and read every night by yourself to try and understand the power of what's happening is just something that like, I think that you and I want to be a part of, you know, we want to be a part of, um, like this narrative shift in like the human experience and uh, because in 10 years, like we see what's happening. And I'm just curious if you had to, if you had to explain like in 10 years, how you see the world and how it's different from today. I mean, there's no way 10 years ago or 15, maybe 15 years ago, you would have ever imagined people just sitting at dinner, like addicted to their phones, because we, the only thing you had on your phone was snake, you couldn't even, you couldn't even play games on, on a phone. So like, how do you see like the world evolving and changing with like the evolution of this technology that we can harness? I feel that like we're like in one of the largest paradigm shifts, like inside of technology and outside of technology and just humanity. I feel that like, you know, in 10 years, if we do our job, humanity is going to be like the most beautiful thing that it's ever been. And I I feel that we're getting there now. I feel I I really have a positive view of all this and where it's going. Um, I do feel that like with the beauty and, you know, awakening that humans are having there's going to be like a lot of ugliness and discomfort and transitioning which i feel you know is gonna is happening already in this like first part of this thing but you know it really is a a, an amazing transition and that's like mostly like why like we're focusing on you know kids television like you know one of the the first tv shows that we did um is is a show on netflix and we're really teaching children about compassion for each other and for our living world like teaching kids that like flowers and mountains are alive and i feel that like as we become more in tune with ourselves and more in tune with nature that we really have a chance to like make like an amazing like time on this earth versus like you know being completely disconnected from each other and ourselves and completely isolated which is where i feel we are now a lot which is like why we consume such bad, you know, TV and such bad stuff is because it makes us feel better. Like watching like The Sopranos makes you feel good because there's somebody like worse out there than you that has like a family life and, you know, he's going through all this shit and he's a murderer and all this crazy shit, but it kind of makes you feel better. That's like why people watch The Kardashians. They're like, you know, it's it's like this like gross e- ego maniacal, you know, 
egoism, which is like kind of like disgusting and sad, but it like makes us feel better that we're not like that bad, that we're not that vapid and that like, like, like strange and weird. So it's like, like, I think people are waking up to like what doesn't feel good. Now, how to transition to feeling good and making like good steps in this world, that's going to be interesting to see. And I think that we can do it. You know, I'm excited to see how we do it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, I want to go ahead and if you have a question for Sam with friends with you, please hit that request button. We're going to go ahead and start transitioning into community corner where you can come up and ask questions. And as I'm waiting uh, for requests, um, please don't be shy and and please hit that request, come up and hang out and talk with us and engage. um, Because I always love um, being able to hear others and your thoughts on things that we've talked about. Um, And I'm sure Sam would love to hear your your thoughts as well. But um, tell us a little bit about, uh, while we're waiting for a request, tell us a little bit about kind of, you've you've kind of hinted at it, the show and other projects that you you guys have been building in the background, because you guys have definitely been thoughtful about what you want to do in the space. And it sounds like one aspect of that is really starting um, young. And I couldn't agree more. I have a two-year-old and the kinds of things that she knows from some of the shows she watches is just like, it's insane. And um, to see like some of the learning because there's been so much um, science based around like the brain development. And so now like the types of shows that the way they kind of incorporate learning into them is so cool. And I'm just, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about why choosing um, kind of that younger generation and then also like any other plans that you haven't really shared that may be coming up that we can look out for. I mean, you know, some of the most exciting things that we're doing are, are going to be in this in this space, in this NFT space. And, you know, we've been developing actually this game that, you know, I can't tell you like too, too much about it, but it's going to be, you know, really fun. And it's actually we were developing it even before we did our Nifty launch. So it's like a, a many months, many like almost many years in the making type of thing, even since, you know, where I started with that, you know, kind of AI friend type of thing that light spirit thing that we had made so that's going to be something like really exciting that we're going to be sharing in the next couple weeks and months so i hope that you guys will check that out it's going to be really fun but you know some of the more longer term things um that we're doing besides the the one show that we have on netflix which is called true true in the rainbow kingdom and there's many iterations of it there's like four or five seasons of it out there now but we're also developing a new show that's kind of like our our generation's version of peewee's playhouse which is a show that you know really shows the world as a community and you know has like a you know really really like diverse cast of people that we're showing art and you know incredible types of like you know connectivity between us and each other and i think the more that we show each other and share our stories that the more that we recognize each other and can like have empathy for the other humans like in our world like like if you saw you know the 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 people that we were like you know killing in the crusades like if like instead of like the christians like trying to annihilate like the muslims if they would have sat down and had like a conversation at a table or let their kids play together they would see that they're like the same type of humans you know so it's like 
like we're we're taking like those deeper very important human like ideas and distilling them into like television shows where we reach hundreds of millions of like little kids and and that's really like our goal because you know we feel that you know the next generation is going to be even more bright and and like more powerful in this space because they're going to grow up natively digital and they're going to have so much more power so hopefully they don't become you know further like jail cell like inmates that like a lot of like our generation and the generations before that had to be like just being controlled by these greedy like assholes at the top that they really can make a new world for themselves so uh, there's so many projects and so many things that we're working on like in the background like like very much like how disney would do but we're also kind of like disney meets warhol where you know we're creating fine art objects and installations and things that are you know deeper philosophically that can't go into like the mass world like some of the kids television shows so it's going to be exciting i can't wait for you guys to see in the next like two to three years um us like really like do do all these things that we've been working on and you know it's 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 going to be really really interesting and i hope that we look back on this moment right now when there's just a few of us in this like nice little comfy room and we we really like enjoy this moment for like what it is and you know being this cozy like huggy fest of you know sharing and uh, i i see i see uh that we have uh that monica came up to like ask a question so you've always been like so supportive on twitter and stuff i'd love to hear what you want to ask and anybody else that wants to talk and say something like i'd love to hear from you and the you know uh also crazy carl like i really like appreciate uh this time and space so yeah i've really enjoyed it and i think one thing that you just mentioned on that like like i could probably spend another hour just talking about this alone is the uh the power of like empathy and and story sharing and getting to know someone i think it's one of the biggest flaws in like the business world and something that Gary V actually is we talked a lot about him but something that he actually takes a lot of time to respect is like making people feel important and heard and something that is like really important to humanity is like getting realizing that someone is not just like a means to um, what they're able to produce. Uh, it's it's bigger than that. And if you don't, any sort of community or, or business in the government that doesn't take time to to actually get to know people and on a personal level, the the culture of so many organizations is toxic for that that number one reason of just like forgetting that people are human. So I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, I was in education where everyone has the same mission to that care about the kids and yet somehow we still forgot to take time to respect and love each other and it is so disheartening when you're in like mission driven uh, organizations and you're still falling into the same pitfalls over and over because you forget that the person you're working beside is someone that you really should be caring about and getting to know beyond the surface and something that people just don't take time to do um, and it should be a, the biggest priority so i'm glad you mentioned that monica welcome to the stage thanks for coming on hi thank you for having me um hi sam i'm a big fan um i don't know if you remember probably don't but i met sam in one of uh, a clubhouse room and it was like a sunday 
uh, church thing uh, in Clubhouse. <laughs> and um, it was probably one of the coolest uh, spaces that um, has been around in Clubhouse. And um, and I just want to say thank you again, because he's, you know, he talked about True in the Rainbow Kingdom. And um, one of the few people that not just like show, but prove that they are absolutely positive, um, not just with uh, I'm going to make a product and I'm going to sell it, but really show positivity and creativity at the same time. Um, and one of the few people, if not one of the only people on Twitter that isn't constantly complaining about something and isn't some sort of talking head, but really has very insightful things to say, um, not just about um, the NFT space, but about just life in general and exudes positivity. So thank you, Sam, for uh, everything that you do. And my thank question, you, my question to you is, is there going to be more, <laughs> more true in the rainbow kingdom episodes? Um, and are you ever, I know you talked about having um, like, our version of, I grew up on Pee Wee's Playhouse, so I, you know, I'm excited for that. Um, something uh, that will be geared towards like the adults, um, that'll be positive, but you know, funny and quirky with like your same like message um, in the future. Thanks. Thank you, Monica. That's, that's so sweet. Like uh, everything you said, like means so much to me. And I, you know, I feel like if, if like, you know, I could feel like that all the time. <laughs> it's like, it's a little bit overwhelming to me because like I, I just put out these things, but I really don't know that it's like, like touching people. So I appreciate you saying that first of all. Um, but yeah, um, to answer your question, um, the true stuff is, is I, I don't know if that's going to be continued. Uh, that was, that was started Netflix when they were first doing their, their preschool uh, stuff. They were only doing like two seasons max. Um, our show like really performed, you know, better and you know was reaching many, many like things and has expanded into like like a bunch of different countries. But um, it got it already expanded into like almost five seasons now. So I don't know if they're gonna keep continuing going with that. But the better, the good news about that is that we are developing like two new television shows currently now. Um, one of them is going to be like our Pee Wee's Playhouse and it will be more kids and adults. It's going to be, you know, we have full control over it. So we're going to be bringing in artists. We're going to be bringing in music. We're going to make it as intense, trippy and artful and loving as like we possibly can. We have an amazing host that's going to be like our new Pee Wee and it's going to be like mind blowing. Like it will be, you know, something that is like definitely historical and, you know, calls back to a little bit of like you know peewee's eccentricity and strange and funness um another show we're developing which is also uh in development now is an even younger show that is focused on like these two best friends that's a little bit mixture between like teletubbies and like a nature like documentary where like these cute characters just explore the beauty of our, our of our world and it's it's like a really sweet and cute and special thing that we're, we're making um and then there's like a third new thing that we're doing and a fourth thing that is also in development 
Um, and I can't really like talk about it, but I'll, I'll, I'll say this, that it's going to be like probably a rival to McDonald's, but, um, good for people. And it's going to be like something very, very huge and have an IP and a television show that goes along with that. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that we are developing that is a couple years out the, down the road, many years down the road. So, um, you know, if you if you know me in like 10 years from now, you'll probably be seeing some of the projects uh, that I'm talking about now, uh, as well as like a few years and uh, and then, you know, even sooner. So there's there's a ton of things coming. And, you know, we really look at the art making as like a life legacy. So it's like I, I feel like we're all going to live to like 200 years old or something, you know, like we're going to be like the oldest humans to ever live. So I'm kind of like acting very accordingly and like very, very considerably like taking my time. And even though I work like all the time, it's, you know, very, very like methodical and um, with with so much love that we, we make all these things. So uh, I'm, I'm happy that you're interested and I can't wait to show you more. Thank you for that. I'm a huge, huge fan. I mean, so yeah, no, I really am. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm fangirling here for a moment. Um, but yeah, I'm a really huge fan. And, um, and I think the biggest thing really, and everybody should take note, is just the absolute positivity. Um, and it's not, it's never been, and you can tell it's never been a cash grab. Um, people make things and do things because, you know, it sells in whatever, whatever sells. Um, but I, I can tell with your message that it's definitely different, that you're doing it to spread love and joy and trying to make the world a better place. And I think that's what we should all aspire to. So thanks again. Thank you so much, Monica. You're so sweet. Yeah, Monica, thanks for coming up here, too. I think that that's part of the cool aspect of, like, Twitter spaces or Clubhouse, being able to really get to know and interact with people that you're, you kind of maybe really see out there putting positivity into the world and can connect to. And it's always really cool to be able to see those connections being made on here that maybe wouldn't have happened before. And that's uh, just something that is so fun to be a part of this community to continue to see us be able to get closer to each other. Um, because it's so hard, especially like for you guys, as you grow and you've, um, you're working on so many bigger projects, you're always busy, but uh, it's just always nice to be able to step back and connect um, with people. And I really appreciate you taking time to Sam to stop onto the show and hang out with us. And, um, you know, we had, we had a double header today. And we've had some issues with Twitter spaces. And still we have quite a few people in the audience here just hanging out and listening and um, the nice thing if you just joined us this uh, is a recorded podcast so we'll get it up on uh, line too on the crazyaboutcryptoshow.com so if you got a lot out of this um, talk like you can share it with someone else and I think a lot of the messages that are here I mean this is a show that's about crypto and about the, the technology and how it can be harnessed but what Sam really brought to light in this episode specifically specifically is about how this is 
it's all, it's a lot of times bigger than we even think and can even appreciate the power of what's happening um, in terms of just making a better world and being able to use it to continue to do that. So I really encourage um, you to continue to keep sharing. And Sam, thank you for sharing that message for um, the last couple decades and continuing to really put all of your heart into that. Um, if you don't already follow Friends With You, please make sure to go over there and follow them and um, and then I will continue uh, working, Sam, um, to uh, continue to spread that word and make sure that when we're on here talking, you know, in, in Clubhouse and in uh, Twitter spaces and on these types of shows, always remembering to bring it back to the, the good that this is doing in the world and not just about short term um, and short sightedness, which is sometimes the battle that uh, we're faced with, but in terms of trying to look a little bit longer um, and have a, of a more of a growth mindset about the, the possibility of the things that are coming. And I think that you're definitely already there. And that's what I've loved about this episode. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, man, it was, it, this was like a really great pleasure. Like I, I have so much love for people. I have so much love for our world. I know that we're going to fucking like do the most amazing shit that's ever happened in like the next couple of years. And like, I'm so excited and happy for, for like everybody in this room and, you know, everybody in this space right now. So thank you for holding this space. And, you know, I can't wait to see what happens and I can't wait to be involved with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've said it best. A lot of the things that you've talked about, I mean, you've you've said it better than anyone. And so thank you again for taking time to be here. And I, I hope that in as you continue to release some things that we can look back on or continue to help others grow, I'd be happy, I would love to have you back on the show. And hopefully um, as the show grows as well, the next time you're here, we'll have 100 people to hear the talk as well. Um, and so definitely I'll stay in touch with you. And I I think one thing that I've always appreciated about growing this show is just like the importance of organic growth. And so I really appreciate like people that find the show. I don't want to shill or like do giveaways to build the community base. I want to find people to find it organically. And a lot of the people that are in here have been to lots of shows before. And that's what really keeps me driven is just like, this is this is a bigger topic that uh, people will find value in and it's just a matter of continuing to talk about it and so thank you for always spreading the same message and being consistent over the last decade um if you haven't already also please uh subscribe to the crazy about crypto show so you can continue to hear these talks and we're going to continue bringing them to you uh for right now we do every monday wednesday and friday talking with different guests in the crypto space and this one has been an incredible one so i can't wait to continue to see the types of conversations that are led um from from these talks and um i look forward to seeing you guys at the next one and until then we'll see you in the metaverse